This is episode 250. 250. What do you think of that? Halfway to 300, dude. Gang's all here. <laughs> no, we're halfway to 500. <laughs> 300? Well, I mean, That's for, not very this, good, for this century, dude. <laughs> for this century. I put, I put shit in space. Wow, no, no. We, were, we were focusing on this 100. Oh, Back oh, oh okay. 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 Uh, Some bitches. All right. Yeah, backpedaling like a unicycle. So, coming off a. Uh, Pretty good week last week, huh, guys? Oh, bit. just a wee little one. No, I'm still tired. That was a crazy week. What a what a good time. Yeah. Amazing. And yes, I'm still recovering a little bit from the the tired side of things, but it was worth it, dude. Yeah, I uh, one thing I didn't really get a chance to do, and typically at a fun fly, I do it at least once, and that's get really drunk. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Nick really let loose. Oh man! But he handled it like a pro, dude. Like a pro, bra, total pro. <laughs> Never would have known. Yeah, right. I could, I could tell. I could tell. Oh yeah, he's just yeah. You just kind of. He's just kind of in the groove. Didn't let it uh, get out of hand like some did. No, I did. <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually very proud of myself. Like I got. But, I had I was rocking a, just a rage and buzz. Pretty yeah, much but almost dude, every night. The thing is with you, when you get drunk, you get mellow. That's okay. No, I, I, I'm not. That's not a criticism. I'm just saying, like, it's you get mellow and you just kind of relax and you're cracking jokes and stuff like that. But you don't you don't let it get out of hand. Are you telling me that it kills the asshole? Is that what you're trying to say? Sanitation. Yeah, we we're gonna go ahead and need you to be drunk pretty much all the time now. All the time. <laughs> we'll put that in the budget. I don't know if the jokes get better; they just get funnier to me. Well, they definitely get funnier to you. Okay. They get funnier to us because of how funny they are to you. That's <laughs> that's that's fair. We should probably nice. make it not sound like that's all we did, though. Probably not. Probably not. Well, it, it wasn't. I mean, it was part no. of it. No, uh, at night after flying. Just, just being exactly. honest. Yeah. Putting the radios down, but the hell is away, and the alcohol comes out. We have a good time, but uh, I'm still kind of recovering <clears throat> from this cold that's just been lingering. Yeah, but this uh, is an upgrade for you. Uh, what is cold? how you are now, dude? You are oh. one one foot in the coffin. Oh yeah, it was rough. I mean, I um. Just to kind of backtrack a little bit, I kind of felt like an asshole the first day, Wednesday or Thursday, you know, because I at thir- I mean, I got there Wednesday and I wasn't feeling good. Thursday was rough. I actually left. You guys probably did. You even notice that? I, oh I, yeah. Like, oh I, like, yeah. Got in We're my just, truck and, Dan. Yeah. How do I politely say it? 
You're not a good sick person. I'm not. I know that. No. I've known that forever. Mm-hmm. I, um, but see, the worst part was, <clears throat> I, I know I'm not a good sick person, but on top of that, it literally hurt my throat to talk. Mm-hmm. And so guys were coming up to me and I don't really like to talk when I'm not feeling good or even when I'm feeling good, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I, I'm really not that sociable. Right. But, um, I do, but when guys they're coming up and they're trying to have conversations and I literally one word answers were like, this, this is starting to, (laughs) this is starting to hurt. So I jumped in the truck and I went down to the river and I actually just kind of slept in the truck for a few hours because I, I just started feeling like an asshole because people were trying to talk to me and I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And, uh, man, that, that was a, that, that was, that was a rough day and it started getting a little bit better as time went on and <clears throat> the voice went away, as you guys all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. and, um, it started coming back a little bit and the, th- the sore throat went away and things started picking up, getting a little bit better. Still, um, still struggling with the, <clears throat> with the voice and the <laughs> little bit of coughing yet, but apparently where I work, everybody has it. So I picked it up from there. Apparently I started feeling sick two days before, two days before the event. I even called Nick. I'm like, Oh, this is a bad time to get sick. Yeah. I would have preferred to have not have been sick, but still had a really good time. I mean, yeah. after I started feeling better. So everyone just thinks you're an asshole now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's what I'm we okay were telling people too when you were gone. So oh, he's probably just didn't help. <laughs> he's just—he's just sick and an asshole now. Put up a sign on your trailer. <laughs> I got to tell you though, dude, we were—I I personally was concerned about you, and I know Nick and Jesse were saying the same thing when on Thursday. I mean, you—you kind of like you took a nap or tried to take a nap in your truck or your trailer, and then you kind of like rolled out partway into the south field, like just you know, away from the porta shitters mm-hmm. and you were just sitting there with your head in your arms. <laughs> I thought it was like it was literally like, for like 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. I thought it was like, you were like an old Indian guy and we're and like, going to roll out there and freaking die. Leave him alone. His head's probably killing him. Ken's like, no, I'm going to go talk to him. I just want to make sure. So if he's Ken, Ken comes back. He's like, I said, did he say anything? He's like, nope. I asked him a couple of questions. He nodded to all of them and I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then i tried i was i was just trying to kind of get away but i was like after because uh, i went over to use the shitters right and i was like uh, i was i was like god damn it i'm just tired and so i just kind of went a little bit away and and just and then i i was i actually fell asleep out there and then i kind of woke up when ken came out and I, then i realized i'm like shit i'm i'm like right out here in the middle of a field and everybody can see me this isn't good so I actually, I tried to hide behind a banner for a little bit and that's when I decided I should just get in the truck and I went down to the river and it was, uh, very quiet and, uh, was able to get a little rest. So good. Yeah. It was, it was not a good, that was not a good day and it, uh, things started getting better. I actually, I actually flew on Thursday. Did you guys know that? I did know that. You flew I did the not there. know that. <laughs> yeah. I flew the 570 yeah. as well. Oh, I didn't know you flew that one. I, I yeah, saw I went, the gasser. I went over to the other line or the, I guess it's the South line, right? Would be the South line. Mm-hmm. And I get the, I get the directions. South feels North to me over at that field. <laughs> yeah. I went over there and, um, Laddie was over there and he and I were just kind of bullshitting and, and he said, wow, Nick was right. Your flying really has improved. <laughs> yeah. 
And, uh, you know, I was just, I, I think I flew a couple battery packs over there. It was nice and, uh, away from everybody. So yeah, I did get some flying in, not as much, you know, of course we all went into it knowing that we weren't really going to get a ton of flying in, but, uh, had to get some in, right? Yeah. This one was, um, it was, it was nice, you know, cause Nick, you, you, you touched on it, uh, at the live show, you know, the, that, that constant theme that we hear so often, the hobby's declining and yada, yada, yada. It didn't feel that way at all at this fun fly. You know, our numbers were up and everybody was having such a good time. It just really felt, I mean, every year, I guess we say it at the end of a fun fly, boy, that was good. That was a, we had a real, that was a good fun fly. But this year, <laughs> we're going to say it again. And I think next year we'll, we'll say it again as well. This one topped it. I mean, this it was one just was a different. It was. It really felt good. This one, to me, took like, you know, we always, uh, we've always said and we've always tried to make the, you know, the fun flies about the pilots, all about the people and that sort of a thing. But this one was the first one where I walked away from it and was like, we just owned that right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I noticed Nick, you were running your legs off pretty, pretty hard. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yeah, I got in flights. Yeah, it was it it was a lot. I'll get to that when it's my turn. I'll get. I actually have the numbers down. I just sit and write it all down. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we, um, as the week progressed, things started getting a little better. Um, uh, as far as the, as being sick. And that was, that, that's the only detractor for me. Um, you know, of course, uh, I, I brought Thomas out and, uh, and did he have a good time? It's, it seems I, I bring a new person out <laughs> to the fun fly every year. Uh, we'll see if Thomas is still around next year. I have a feeling he's going to be, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's into it. Uh, he's enjoying it. He even mentioned, and uh, we were, you know, cause he, you know, he's been to a, he he competes with the planes, so he goes to some pretty big events. I was giving him a little bit of crap on the way home, how he was in bed early every night. Well, respectively early compared to how late the rest of us were staying up. And he he said something like, "Man, you guys are animals." <laughs> 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 so, I think he had a good time, and uh, I think he's looking forward to uh, coming back, uh, at least hitting some fun flies up next year. Most likely they'll be back to uh, RCHN five, but uh, you know to get get a chance to meet so many new people, uh, not just the usual Northwest crew as as uh, we talked about on the show. Of course, uh, the Australian, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Matt, Matt the Madman, that was fun, and uh, you know it just get a chance to to put some uh, faces uh, to names, uh, and of course you know, and I think Nick. You might agree. One of the most profound uh, uh, listeners who I who I knew, but I didn't really know, but now I do know, is James. Oh yeah. You know? Oh my God. In fact, I had a bit of a conversation with him just today. And uh, you know, it's that kind of stuff. It's those connections, and I think that we made uh, a lot of new connections this this particular fun fly, which is kind of what it's about. You know, kind of in uh, making that community larger. And getting a chance to to meet those folks and 
and get to know people a little bit better. Had a great time. It was a great event. You guys all know me, and you definitely know what I look for when it comes to helicopters, and that is reliability. For several months now, in hundreds of flights, I've been flying the MSH Protos Max. I'm to the point where I have complete confidence when this heli's in the air. I know that the quality manufacturing and the amazing part support from MSH USA will keep this model at the top of my list. For those of you looking for a top-notch 700 or even an 800 class helicopter that screams quality and has an unbeatable price tag, look no further than MSHUSA.com. Nothing really sticks out. You know, one thing, you know, I didn't, I didn't see it. I saw a few good crashes, but no real. I mean, I, I was, uh, when Justin and I were setting the field up, we were we were trying to put those stakes in the ground. We were kind of like, oh my God, this ground is going to eat some helis up. Oh, dude, it was, it like, was like, hard as concrete. concrete. Concrete with grass on it. <laughs> there were a few. I didn't see a whole lot. Oh, Brett, uh, Brett's was the most spectacular. And I didn't get to see that. Yeah. He, he did that when we were recording, weren't we? Didn't he? I think, yeah, I think that, that was, was during the show. I think that's the one where we all stopped and we're like, whoa, it's not very often you get to see that. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a good one. It sounded bad. Yeah. Did you, you ended up, uh, Nick, getting the crash hat back, right? Yep. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Dude, it looks like a, it, it loses, like, it looks like an old pair of underwear now. It, <laughs> it's got it very little like shape. Yeah, it probably <laughs> smells like it. It was cool. You know, the uh, for those who don't remember, and it, it was really neat because I'm glad the guys were there to remind me, but it, that crash hat came from my trip to Wyoming. That's where it came from. Oh, it did? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. That's yeah, where it all started. I think I do remember you mentioning that. That's yep. right. When you they did that it. crazy, like, all-in-one-go drive out there. Yep. Yep, yep. It was nuts, and and that's where it started. They had it, and that's kind. Of, it just kind of turned into it, and they're like, "Well, why don't you go bring it back and pass it around, and we'll, and we'll pass it around." So it was really neat for for those guys because the whole Wyoming crew came out. Yeah, and it was awesome. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't think that thing looks horrible. It's <laughs> awesome," <laughs> and I think they uh, they definitely got to wear it. I know Troy did. I think yeah, I think did. Jonathan put one in too. Yeah. Oh, yes, he did. That's right. He put his blade in. I saw that. So yeah, it's it's neat. I can't believe after all these years that it it's still going. Doesn't look like there's a whole lot of room. No. So we'll probably have to get another one, and then I'll just like bolt that one up in the trailer, there and we'll go. just keep going. I don't. I guess maybe if I think about, it, I just don't. I th- I thought that was something that we'd started at RCHN one, but that's that came from Wyoming, huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, because I think I was the first one to wear it uh, <laughs> there when I blew the skids off my Raptor. <laughs> huh. I have not. I have not got to wear the crash hat. Wow. Oh, I wore it at. I think I wore it at RCHN two. Because I drove in my whiplash really hard. Jesse, have you had it? I'm on there, but nothing. If I remember right, it was just a saw. It wasn't anything spectacular like I feel it should be. (laughs) 
not worthy of the crash hat. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah I'm on there <laughs> technically, but I mean, it didn't fly again. I, like, I can't remember what it like was. Kyle but... Stacy's, he earned it. Twice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not this year, though. No. No, he, didn't, he did not. Didn't drive no. any in this year. He put in some good flights, though. Oh, God. dude. Oh, man. Totally. I don't know. Like, okay, there, there's a bit a little. Well, are we going to get. Let's get let's get through everyone, and then we'll. Or are we just doing yeah, a, a smorgasbord? We're just kind of doing a smorgasbord. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, so smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. <laughs> so I think that he has. He definitely got my spark back for nitro. Uh, watching him fly, that one hundred five sounds amazing. It is. It, it sounds like the fifty-five with the B three twenty pipe, just except deeper and smoother. My the the devil's motor in my helicopter with that pipe sounds horrid compared to that one hundred five. Now, I don't remember. I still believe that the original ninety-one, the three DS. With the 19, Jesse, we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Like the 19-2? Yeah, the pipe. The yeah, the yeah. older one yep. that was for like the SR. So that pipe on the 3DS was the was the most beautiful sound ever. Because it just, it was kind of quiet. It was a deeper sound. Kind of a rumble, yeah. Yeah, and bit. it was just a clean, very smooth sound. Um. But man, ever since they went to the Trek, and it's, I believe it's this pipe, the 19 3, I think. But I, I remember because that's the pipe that you have, right? That you, well, not on your 96, but that's yeah, the that's, one you had on your 90. Yep. yep. And that's what I, I remember using. when you put that pipe on it, I went, what the fuck is that sound? Yep. Something's wrong with your shit. Like, I, I actually thought something was wrong. Yeah. But now, in comparison, that is a, that is a smooth sound compared to these new ones. Yeah, <laughs> even that. Yeah, combo. I know. It's just yeah. like no bueno. So I don't know. I'm gonna actually see if I can find one of those older pipes. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna stick with this Turek motor, uh, I need to curious see. how big of a difference that makes. I don't know. I'm not worried about power. I just man, it just sounds. Now to be fair, you know, I did put a flight on it at the fun fly and and finally I like I have confidence. I don't know if you guys noticed. Like I went right out there, it fired right up and flew. Yep. I I brought it back in and it was so far out of tune. I did like two clicks on the high, three clicks on the mid all at the same time. <laughs> and then it wasn't running lean, so I just finished the flight and called it good. So I I do actually feel some definite motivation like I have the confidence in the helicopter now. The motor's not going to blow up, and so I'm. I think next time I go out, I'm actually going to maybe burn a couple gallons on it and work on tuning it. But it's just not going to sound. Tuning it, you still got to get the thing just broke in. Uh, no, no. So you know what? When I broke the piston, mm-hmm. I swapped the ring over. Yeah, I so, was going to say I didn't think you oh, had to break okay. it. Yeah, no, I don't. Gotcha. I don't have to break it in. You didn't re-ring it. No, it's got like 12, 13 flights, something like that. So it's gotcha. it's like, it's nice. perfect. It's just That's ready good. to go. But it just, I don't know. 
Watching Kyle fly that one, man. So I, I do got to say, so I, I didn't mention this on the live show, but I got a chance to fly Kyle's helicopter with the 105 in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously a little bit different setup. Surprisingly, overall, like flipping roll rates and um, on the cyclic and collective didn't feel all that much different. Um, I think he was a little, you know, a little quicker off center um, and then a faster pyro rate. So overall, you know, within, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds, the helicopter actually felt pretty comfortable, um, allowing me to kind of do my normal routine and push the helicopter a little bit. And I got to say that at how it was tuned, he did richen it up a couple clicks. So I'm like, man, you're flying that thing earlier when it was pretty warm out. You know, do you tweak the needle settings at all or anything? This is kind of at, you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock in the evening as it's starting to cool down and air thickens up and whatnot. Um, so he went out a couple clicks on the high and fl- flew it. And I do got to say, I'm, I was uh, pretty, imp- well, I guess I was still impressed with the 96 power, even after flying the 105. Ah. That was my gut. I always thought it, that the it, 96 would like outpull it. Well, and it's really hard to tell from watching him fly just because it's so different than my flying. You know, he, he's, I'm constantly loading, unloading, loading, unloading. And he's just in it, you know, it's just loaded. It's like, (laughs) okay, you're going to be loaded for five minutes sort of thing. So it's, I I didn't really feel that was a fair comparison just from watching the flying. And, you know, some people better collective management and they just, they just fly nitros better. Um, So it's really hard to tell from just watching, but after being able to get my hands on the sticks and fly the helicopter, um, I got to say, I I don't think, you know, if you decide to go with the 96 over 105, don't think you're making a bad choice. Power See, wise. it it sounded power was it Correct. really really did oh, sound his good. sound amazing now and I wonder you know you just brought up a good point there Jesse that I hadn't considered the difference in flying style does it always sound good because he's constantly loading it no it just sounds better you it's just a, think it sounds that's yeah. why I was hoping Jesse you brought your freaking nitro so that we could compare it back to back mm-hmm because I, I, I think, I, I mean, I could buy that the 96 has more power, but man, I seem to remember the last time I heard you fly that thing. It sounded awesome. Oh, it did. I think it's, uh, it's not bad. It's not it, horrible. It's not as smooth as the 105. And I don't think it's as smooth as the 91 SR with the good Tory pipe on there. Um, but it, I wouldn't categorize it how Nick describes his 91 trick. No, it's it sounds better than my ninety one, and I think a lot of it is the pipe that I have on that yeah. motor. I do think the pipe would make a big difference in that one, um, but and mine's getting better for the record. I think I just really don't like this pipe. I think mm-hmm. that's probably what it is. Yeah, and, and that that so we were. I was actually talking to Kyle, and and I feel like that's a pretty big advantage that OS has because. They, you know, they do the pipe for their motor and they always have all the way back from the 55s. You could always buy the OS power boost pipe to go along with the motor. And also keep in mind power wise, his, he was running 15%. True. True. I mean, doesn't really matter if that's what it runs the best on and you get what you get. I like, I feel like the OS package in general is a little more plug and play. Yeah, but it's expensive, dude. Well, 
and what about it is it all I mean, well, squared away for tuning and all that type of stuff i mean is it all solid now I'm, running 15 yeah because i think everyone right he said runs 15 to 20 okay and i mean everyone's running the same glow plug everyone's running the same pipe uh, that's where i feel like they win gotcha. yeah and you, know, and you know thinking about that 15 percent is a couple of bucks cheaper right than 30 mm-hmm and so maybe you make up for the difference in price right. off of that if you fly enough. But eh, it's like Kyle and I were talking about this. It's like a seven hundred or seven hundred and fifty dollar combo. Oh, it's for the a new one oh five and the power boost pipe that matches it. Oh, it's intense. It's huge. That's Big more time. than the gasser. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, it it, it hurts. <clears throat> it definitely hurts. I'm after i mean i'm glad i'm glad i got to experience that i'm glad i've got to watch jesse with the 96 i really believe like that if i could have for me my flying style you give me a 3ds and that old 19-2 two-piece satori yeah and like that's all that i could need or want yep 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 i hear you but it's ya. frustrating because both of those are discontinued Ah, but I have two of them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and so, I mean, that was... One's bent, though, right? Nope. No, dude. I have two 3DS engines and a matching pipe for it as spares from the Tourette. You've been thinking about it for quite some time. New charging case. You know you want to upgrade your charging options. For those of you that have been in the hobby for a while, you know who to turn to. For those of you that are just getting started, the answer is simple. Progressive RC. Not only will Dave and Robin at Progressive RC make sure you have an up-to-date charging solution, they will also help you stay within your budget, and on top of everything else, you will receive the best customer service in the industry. Progressive RC. Why settle for less? Head on over to ProgressiveRC.com. They've got everything. So, you know, that's like I kind of felt the same as you did after this weekend, dude, because we had like I got to say we had a high proportion of nitros, like higher than I think we've ever seen at our fun fly in the past Mm -hmm. and higher in general than you would just expect at a typical fun fly and watching Kyle fly his and him and I talking about the nitro stuff, seeing a couple other people. I'm like, you know what? I really do want to get the NX-7 back up in the air, maybe as a winter thing. But I decided that if I'm going to do it, I am pulling that Turek out. I am either throwing it in the trash or selling it. Probably trying to sell it, but if no one buys it, putting it in the trash. And then sticking a 3DS in there, dude. Because why not? I've got the parts. Yeah, I love that engine. I just wish I could find... See, I have such a love-hate with that old Hattori pipe. Like, it was so smooth. But I bet oh. you you could find another pipe, dude, that I still know, works. I know, but it was a pain in the dick, too. It really was a shitty design. I mean, I was it, constantly the little screws that the pipe goes through. Those holes would strip oh, out. Right. The blowing out O-rings. I mean, it, it, you know, new isolators. It was not... But, okay, hey, guess what? 
I don't fly nitro near as much as I did back then. It would probably be perfect for how often I would want to fly. Is this just a new itch, do you think? I mean, is this just an itch you guys want to scratch? Are you seriously kind of want to delve all the way back into this this whole nitro game? Let me tell you, Dan, here's, here's my thing. I am cursed in the way of nitro. Or at least that's the way it seems, right? Step I mean, that's one. a, you know, okay. Admit your problem. Admit that you have a problem. Check. Okay. So I admitted that. Now, <laughs> if I walk away from Nitro now, I cannot ever go back to it. Ever. Ever. Why? Just because that's the way it works, dude. It went out no. with a bang. Yeah. Literally. So I shit. feel like I've got to give it one last go. And I can't decide whether that's with my used 91 3DS or a brand new engine. I think it's going to be with the 3DS, though, because it's an easy drop-in replacement. Hmm. And I want to just give it... I mean, everyone everyone that I talk to about the Nitro thing, they're like, oh, dude, you just got to get rid of that Gowie and get a blob, whatever, you know, choose your favorite brand. What people don't understand is it don't have anything to do with the helicopter. No, it's not the helicopter. It's all the freaking engine, See, man. I'm close. Like, I finally, for me, it's not, I mean, I I had the itch when, when they came out with it. It was like, God, I've been waiting to fly a Nitro for freaking years. Right. But, but it was just, oh, man, problem after problem after problem. But now I'm out there putting flights on it and... Like the model's solid now. They got every just so everyone knows, there is a completely new and not the one that they sent out, not the one that they oh we have the upgrade. No, there is a completely different one way bearing assembly. You can go on uh, www goblin helicopters and see it. They have an upgraded tail guide. Um, for those of us who are wearing out tail guides, so like the model is now solid. I have zero complaints with the model. None. It's the powertrain. Uh, yeah. So I feel like, God, dude, I'm so close. You know what I mean? Like, am I now... Let's just set aside if I don't like the way this pipe sounds. But I have not actually given this model with all the updated parts and a motor... You know, a correct, say, glow plug range, a tunable engine, really a shot. So I feel like I'm potentially a day or a gallon and a half away from bliss. Maybe, maybe. I'm not saying yes. I'm just saying maybe scratching everything. If it's consistent and it's reliable, then, you know, life is good. I can maybe try swapping out a pipe later, find a quieter pipe or whatnot. I still might not like the motor, but so I'm not, I don't feel like, like Justin's in a, oh man, he's in a need to completely rebuild. He's going to have to start all over with a different engine. I'm way in a different spot than he is. And I do not have any intentions of making it any sort of uh, primary machine. It is, uh, I went out to the field in the evening. I just put in 10 flights. Oh, the sun's going down. Let's throw a flight in on the nitro. Well, and that's the way mine's going to be now too, Nick, because I've, I've realized that that is, it's just gotta be that way or else I will cut a bitch. 
Um, so, you know, the I'm going to have a 700 electric. I don't know which one yet. We've already talked about that on previous episodes, but I do want to give the nitro one more try. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Mm. So, Nick, when you say you don't like the pipe, what is it about you don't like? Is it? It's is just it's, the sound. It's just the sound. That's oh, what you don't like about it. It sounds like ass, dude. Uh, can't we get? I mean, can't you get over that? No, because well, you think so. Like you put a couple of flights in on it and it flies okay, and you're like, I, I can tolerate it. And then you hear one that sounds so much better, and you're like, Oh. Oh, yeah, I, I love I, that sound. I suppose. You know, mm-hmm. and it, like, the sound of the pipe doesn't fit. It's weird because I feel like the sound of this pipe would fit Kyle's flying style more than mine. Like, I would be the guy with the gasser that would take the pipe that might drop my horsepower down a little bit if it was quiet and smooth sounding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this pipe is just like, it sounds loud and angry. Like, you should be flying it. Uh, it, it reminds me of, like, a three-blade tail. Well, when you put it up into a hover and you sport fly it, if you close your eyes, you would think that you should be smacking it, flying mm-hmm. it like Kyle. And you open your eyes, and it's like, you're, but you're putting around. It just gotcha. seems like you're flying around wide open throttle all the time. Sounds angry all the time. Yeah, it sounds angry yep. all the time. Whereas Kyle's was so smooth... And, you know, just a nice mellow tone, that's what I really enjoy because that's how I yeah. like my model to I, sound. I get that. I, I get that. And that's why I like the, uh, you know, that's why I like the Hattori's on it. They just mm-hmm. had such a, traditionally, they have always had a very mellow, smooth sound to them. You know, it's easy to sit back in a big, cushy business chair in a nice, big office and Make the call on how products should be. But if you want to stand behind products that you believe in, you better get out there and fly them yourself. Well, that's exactly what Burt at BK Designs does. Whether he's putting the hurt to the BK servos, smacking the crap out of the switchblades, or tweaking on the Spartan Flybarless system, you know the products you buy from BK Designs are flown and tested from the man himself. That's www dot bkdesigns.com flown tested approved part of you know for me this fun fly well i mean yeah my god i got let's see i got a buddy box seven people seven different people 18 buddy box flights nice Flew four helis that weren't mine, and I got in four flights on my own helis, and everything all came back in one piece. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's way cool. But what it it really did open my eyes to, and, and I don't know, I actually need to talk, I mean, I'll just, to be quite honest, I need to talk to uh, the people in, like, my manager on the V team and see how, if this is going to work. Cause I mean, I really enjoy my setup. I do. I got to tell you, I couldn't, what, what an incredible experience to be out there in buddy box people. And I still swear to this day. And Dan, you know, cause you, we went through it. That whole V control five seventy combo is just the shit. It's a killer. I mean, it really is. 
for buddy boxing. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. It's so easy and confidence inspiring. But what I did notice is that a lot of people are coming up with questions and, you know, Hey, what should I tune on this? Now in this instance, you know, um, Alex, Alex Rose from MSHUSA was there and we can't say thanks enough, man. He was, you know, what's cool. And what's different about this fun fly, that dude was working. He wasn't working at really, well, he probably was selling stuff, but he technically wasn't selling stuff. Oh, he was selling it just fine, dude. Yeah. (laughs) With all all the flights. Yeah, well, yeah, the flights. But, I mean, he helped a lot of people with brain and icon and it. So I just kept anyone that's coming over. Hey, what do you, you know what? Here's your guy. You introduce him. And I can't say thanks enough to Alex because he just kept, you bet. Let's get it figured out. He got David Penny's figured out. He got all of these other deals. So that was good. Yeah. But I, I feel, I was feeling a little bit disconnected and I had mentioned that before. Like I was kind of feeling disconnected from all the rest of what's out there. And I kind of want to get back into that. You know, Justin's going to send the three digi back to me and I'm going to put it on something because I want to get some more flights in on that on, you know, like on my helis to be able to give some feedback. I want to be able to have like a brain on hand. Um, So I'm, you know, unfortunately I need a different radio to do that. I don't know if that will work out. With the whole team thing or not, if not, then I will probably have to leave because this, I mean, this is important to me. I I went to this fun fly with personal goals of getting back in touch with people. I did it and I recognized that in order to do that and do it to the level that I want to, I need to make some changes. And if that means I have to, you know, unfortunately leave some teams to do that then so be it because that's really important to me. I mean, I understand. I can't expect everyone to just be like, oh, no, yeah, oh, yeah, we'd love to keep you on the team. Fly whatever you want. That doesn't, (laughs) kind of doesn't really work like that. And my situation's very different here. All of ours is, really. And, And some people are totally okay with it. They get it. And others are a little bit more, you know, strict with the guidelines, which is completely respectable. Like, I totally get that. So we'll just have to see how this next week, two, three weeks kind of goes for me in that direction. But I'm just going to be very open and talk to him about it and and go from there. I'm curious because, I mean, to me, hearing you say this, it sounds like it's more of like a, a quest for knowledge more so than a quest for a better fly barless system oh, no, or it's a not quest as, for a better setup or you I know. will be very blatant. Like I'm going to be totally honest. I don't expect to find anything better. Gotcha. Like I really don't. I still feel, and that's, that's what makes it so tricky. I don't like want to leave. I support, I choose to fly what I want to fly for reasons of, I actually freaking love it. You know what I mean? Like 570 with a B-bar, titties. You're not going to beat it. I'm sorry, but it just ain't going to happen. Absolutely love it. So I have no desire to switch that. And it's like, Mm. even if I found, you know, let's say I throw a brain with the updates and it's like, wow, this thing flies great. I don't expect anything to fly better than what I have. 
but it's a it's a desire to be back connected to be, you know polish up on my tuning to to really yeah. get back involved and not just support three companies but to support the hobby yeah for sure so i don't know how that's going to work out i get I it. Hope it i hope it can you know what i mean but i get it if it can't should be able to uh, I you know i mean it's well it's it's tough you know it's uh, the the sap thing's tricky now that one you know i'm i'm like that one's kind of a tough deal too with you know they're obviously anytime you you deal just since we're you know talking real blatant and upfront anytime you deal with european uh companies it's it's very different yeah um they just, you know, it, it's, there's, and it's different because I'm, I'm on the, you know, the, the global team. So there are, uh, you know, there are more rules, which are, are very understandable and, and they've, they've been incredible to me. They've treated me fantastic. Um, but you know, I don't have, it's kind of weird. I don't like even the thought of building a new helicopter is very unappealing <laughs> very unappealing like I'll, I'll be honest because when we were there and just seeing dude the protoses were just oh yeah protos and goblin they they were just annihilating everywhere yep those two everywhere every freaking where 380s coming out the butt and protos tons of them yep. and it was awesome you know why I think it's awesome because it's two companies that are very involved in the hobby, you know, with good support. So that that was really neat to see. But even if someone just like freaking laid a Protos right in my lap, I just don't, I don't know. I don't think I have the desire for the different airframe side, but I want to get back in touch with the tuning side because we had some incredible conversations just you know, sitting in the trailer after the lights were down, or, or on that's right on Saturday, uh, when we got rain, which we didn't really talk about that a little bit. No, we really didn't, no, but so we should. But uh, we were talking about uh, you know, RPM output like on the hobby wing, how some people have been having problems, and it was just cool, you know, because like Alex is super sharp, and I'm sitting there with all these people, you know, all these different fly barless systems. You know, what's working for you? What mode are you flying in? What works for you? And it was like, man, I felt, I felt alive, like so alive in that conversation because it was like, I was, we were problem solving. I mean, we were, we were doing stuff. There's information now, you know, a compiled group of information that I can help report back. And, uh, that it was just really neat. And that's what I want to be able to get back to. Doesn't mean that I want to pull anything different off my heli, but if I need to have one heli, you know, maybe take the 770 or something like that and turn it into a test bed where I'm flying different stuff on it, different speed controllers or different, you know, fly by the system, want to try a different radio, you know, do that. I, I want to be able to do that. And that gets tricky with the whole air quotes team thing. Not everyone understands that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my yep. goal. 
So if I make, yeah, been thinking about it for a long time, solidified it at the fun fly. Now I just have to approach everyone who I deal with on a business level and, and, you know, see how it, how it pans out. But it's nothing against, man, it's nothing against like my products and what I fly. My shit flies great. (laughs) So so you mentioned him. With flying season in full swing, in midsummer right around the corner, one of the most important things to me is getting parts quickly. There's absolutely nothing worse than being out at the field all weekend, banging out the flights only to end the weekend with a crash, and to know that you might not be able to get the parts in time to have your heli ready for next weekend. I always look for parts at LowerHeli.com, as they have excellent customer service and, of course, fast shipping. I know that as soon as I place an order, Ken is on it. So for all your parts needs, be sure to check out LowerHeli.com. You mentioned Alex, um, you know, selling it. Not necessarily directly selling it, but kind of help people out. He, 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 uh, he might have he made a sale. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I'm, thinking I'm going to get one of those bad boys. Evolution. Oh, oh, you're gonna really? go. Oh, you're gonna go for oh, the, the, the big boy. I think so. Yeah. Why, dude? Uh, what what came over you? What was? I don't what know. Or um, on you? <laughs> or on you? <laughs> I was over there, and uh, Alex and uh, Hemp and I were just kind of sitting around shooting the shit, and it was getting it was dark out, but we had the lights on in the back, and I was just man, I was looking at that helicopter, and I'm just like. This is not, this is a really nice looking helicopter. I mean, as far as, you know, it's like anything else these days, pretty much all these machines are, are good machines and it's kind of coming down to an aesthetic thing, right? Uh, for the most part, there's little, little idiosyncrasies, I'm sure with every airframe manufacturer out there, but God, I was just looking at that heli and I was like, hey, you know what, this, this is a really nice looking machine and it's a little bit different. Um, I mean, it, it's it. I that I'd love the canopy. To be honest with you, I just really think it's a nice looking helicopter. So, you know, I I want to get something over the winter, and I just there's I kind of I was gonna I was contemplating a a seven hundred X a line right, just because. But the more I looked at that helicopter, I got a little more thinking to do. But my God, I. I, I, that's kind of what I'm thinking at this, this particular point in time. You know, speaking of the 700X, I flew, uh, Taylor's, um, from, from Montana. I flew mm-hmm. his, what is that? The, the old 700. He got it at Urcha. The, uh. Which, which one do we have, Justin? Just the D. Is it the DFC? DFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but right. But he had it converted over to the regular head, you know, yeah. like the new regular head or whatever. Mm-hmm. And dude, that thing flew really nice. Like, really, really nice. I Are forgot. Are you surprised? Yeah, because I just didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a line very- shit flies nice. I don't think of late people's complaints surround its its poor flying capabilities. I think it's just it's a line. Right. Yeah, but I, I I also kind of feel like they're not really justified anymore. Oh, I agree completely, dude. 
I mean, that's I a- mean, if it weren't for the fact that a line has seemingly taken a step back from sort of the big, uh, you know, sort of front and center position that they'd always been in in the hobby. They just kind of seem like outsider participants. Oh, by the way, here's a new kit. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean, though. Seriously, oh, no. yeah, like, yeah, there's yep. no presence anymore. <laughs> no, there there, there, there's no presence. Their equipment is great. There's no support. But it was just neat to know. You know, he he goes, well, man, I just, you know, he he's mostly flies by himself, and same thing. This was a this was a shakedown. This was a can you fly this? I don't know, like it flies fine to me, but is it okay? And he goes, man, I'm just using it. It's got a brain on it. And he said, I'm just using the, the like the the push button, uh, sport or whatever it was, or basic or whatever, you know, to set everything all at once. Mm-hmm. So I picked it up and asked him what his head speeds were, and and that was man, that was a great great opportunity there he's like oh uh, 1950 and like 2150 or something and i'm like which one do you usually fly it on and he's like well i usually go to the higher one i think and i was like okay why <laughs> and he's like, well I, I i don't know and i said okay i want to show you something so i went up and, you know, we made just a couple small adjustments on his tail gain, but it flew very well. Little, you know, it was a little slow for my taste, but it had like no bad tendencies at all, which was neat to know. Here's an align, you know, here's my big air quotes, ooh, cheapo align, not really, flying on a brain with stock plug and play settings that flew great. Like that makes yeah, me feel great cool. about yeah, that's that's a that's a good point in the hobby to be in because I remember the days when that kind of stuff uh, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'm going to show you something, and c- because it flew so well, I felt very comfortable flying it. So I just started pyro flipping it and was even doing a couple pyro TikToks with it and doing this and that. And I said, okay, how's that look? You know, he's like, okay, great. So I dropped it down into idle up one and did the exact same thing. Every maneuver exactly the same. I said, now take out the sound. Did anything look different about that flight? And he said, no. And I said, okay. Would you like that extra minute and a half? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, okay. <laughs> Point taken. Point taken. Yeah. Like there was nothing different about that. So it was neat. You know, set it back down, shook his hand, and and went on to the next heli. But I just, yeah, I love that. That's a cool feeling to know that you can take, you know, an align, put it on brain plug-and-play settings, and it, it flew really well. They've come a long ways. They have, but oh, I'm man. still not going to buy one. <laughs> and a lot. No, that's fa- I mean, that's fair. But it just, I guess it or sparked brain. that. Because yeah, Dan, no, I, I, I hear you. I, I think was, they're a great model. Dan was talking about. You know the seven hundred X. I my guess is that you would be, you would really like it. Oh, oh, there's no question. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm personally too superficial to buy one. I just I don't like the style with everything else out there, like the Evolution and even the regular, uh, you know, Protos Max or the logo or any of those. The line is just sort of too ho hum for me. But but I get it. It makes you know, sense. You know, it was weird. 
I was talking to, and this is going to sound a little pro-goblin, but I, I really, I wasn't expecting this. I was talking about, oh, oh, we were talking about the 570, and someone said, um, I said, you know, in this class, I just feel like, oh, they made the comment that, and Justin, was it you that said that they believed the 570 was like the best helicopter produced? Yeah, that was me. Okay, so that was you, which, I mean, just, yeah, that's good that that was you that said it. And <laughs> Why I, is it that it was good that it was me? It, because, well, because it wasn't you? Yeah, because it wasn't me. <laughs> it doesn't sound so fanboyish, though. Yeah. No, no and, uh, and, and I mean, let's, let's be honest here. I, I think, uh, I think the, the reasons are, in my mind, are quite clear because of the fact that it's, it's basic. Isn't it like the newest model that they've released other than the Black Thunder? So it took from several models of learning, right? It's the right size for being able to throw down and practice, but mm-hmm. it doesn't cost an arm and a leg to fix. Yeah. With fly barless systems, it flies as stable as a 700. I can, yeah. I can speak from personal experience, having flown yours before. Um, I'd be happy to fly a 570 and not think twice about it needing to be a bigger model. And the versatility on the power system. That's right. Too. That's absolutely right. So, yes, I happen to believe it is probably all around biggest bang for your buck in the hobby today. But so the conversation then went to, I was saying, yeah, I, I, I really just the only other helicopter in that size that I would have a desire to even try to compare how it flies was the Logo 550SX. I thought, you know, okay, it's light. It's it's Logos, which have always flown great. And I just thought that. And there was, I don't remember who it was, but they were like, oh, yeah, I had one. No, the 570 outflies it any day. I'm like, What? That one kind of took me as a surprise. Hmm. Well, because yeah. they were just very upfront, and this this was not like an SAB person. They're like, like, "Oh no, yeah." Stated it as a fact. Not yeah, a, stated it as a no. Not an I've opinion. owned both. I've tried both. Same fly bar. Talk to other people who've done the same. Everyone I have agrees. talked to other people who have done the same, Results and they agree in. that the five seventy is better. And while I've not flown a five fifty SX, I did have the original five hundred three D. And stretched it to a, a, a being able to fly 550s, and I never liked it. That was really? the one logo I didn't like. There's something awkward about it aesthetically. It doesn't look right. It looked short and stubby. It just so the 600 was the was oh, the cat's dude, meow for the plastic. Hell logo. yes. Why do you think I keep wanting to go back to like a 690SX? Why not just do a 600 SX or a well, 600? Yeah. 600? Yeah, sure. Why not? No problem. That would work too. I think I'd rather fly that than the 690. I think the 690 would just be too. Honestly, I mean, it's kind of more because I have power systems and components that are better suited for a 690 than for a 600. I'd have to go and buy an entirely new power system. It's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh. 
It was neat seeing everything, everything there flying though. A lot of stuff. Just it yeah, was, a lot of it different was neat stuff. to see everyone flying, not just the helis, but dude, there were people out there that were just flying back to back. And there were buddies up there, you know, guys that were with their buddies, three or four people bring up their helis to the flight station, just like we do when we're out at the field or at a fun fly and just bang out flights, man. And they're just kicking back and having a great time. I mean, that that was a big, big part of it for me was to see. And I kind of mentioned this on the live show. Right. But for me. This event was very impactful from a standpoint of seeing the strength of the community. Um, You know, the intensity of the friendship and the camaraderie and the family feel, even if it's not family, it's the heli family, right, was really amazing. I mean, I never saw a single person get pissy with someone else. There were no arguments aside from just general friends going back and forth at each other. Uh, it, it just was, it was a very comforting feeling. And, and I got to tell you, I came in after, uh, you know, let's, let's be honest. Work has been rough lately. Uh, you know, 70, 80 hour weeks. I'm pretty much over it. And I had some time to think about it on my way down And I got to the field and it was go time. It was like, let's get this thing set up. I actually was on a stupid work telecon walking around with a spray paint can and a measuring wheel. Ask Dan on the (laughs) phone for an hour going back and forth in the field. And so the first part, like the first day or so, I was still in Justin work mode. I wasn't in Justin heli mode fully. And and something else happened that I'm perfectly fine with bringing up because it just pissed me off. Um, our guys at the Outlaw Grill. Okay. Oh yeah, great. We should be up front. Yeah, we should absolutely. Great group of guys. They did an awesome job for us last year. They did a great job at the other events at Brett's event last year and Snow Homish. And so you know, they're they're. In my mind, I consider them as much a part of the RCHN Funfly culture as, say, you know, like hot apple pie or the nightfly competition. That's just kind of part of it comes with the territory. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I had been in communication with Larry and them for a while uh, prior to months. And we check in probably every three or four weeks, make sure everything's still going good. And so, you know, the plan was they'd be there Thursday afternoon ready for lunch because we open for business Thursday at nine. Okay, so Thursday noon rolls around. They're not there. We exchange texts back and forth. And I'll spare all the dramatic details because it really doesn't make a difference. But long story short, they didn't end up coming until like five, like four or five in the afternoon. Uh, you know, they were kind of disjointed. You could tell that they were in a hurry. They had a a personal emergency. They said they had to deal with before with one of the people that was going to come help. You know, they, they stayed for a while. They stayed into the night, but didn't quite have as much as what they usually do. The next morning on, um, on Friday, they 
didn't they didn't stay at the field like they usually do. So they weren't there for breakfast. So I got guys coming up to me and saying, hey, what the fuck? I thought we had food. Where's my coffee? I need some freaking eggs and pancakes and sausages or I'm going to go into town. Well, that, you know, (laughs) that doesn't work. We got a plan here, right? Our plan is pilots meeting 10 a.m. Go throw down. Let's do some speed cup seminar. Let's, you know, have fun buddy box. And now we've got a whole field of people, basically, you know, part of them saying, well, I got to go into town. I didn't bring food. Um, I was not in a happy place at that time. Uh, and, and actually, in hindsight, where I was, I was in my workplace. I was in just in the chief engineer looking out and seeing the people not doing their job except in this particular instance, being helpless to go and do it for them uh, because I can't cook and I don't know how to use all that equipment. So I was in a bad mood. And I'll tell you, um, a couple of things helped snap me out of that. One was Ken Salloway, who <laughs> is a dear friend and can always uh, bring, bring the positive out, right? Um, if he shows me the no belly button shot one more time, and I know you guys know what I'm talking about, oh, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. going to flip the hell out. Um, but he'll catch you off guard. So just watch that shit. Anyway, Ken, Ken, we, we talk him up all the time. You know, Ken, he's awesome. So, you know, I pull, I pulled him aside. I'm like, Ken, um, I, dude, I'm not feeling it right now. I want to either punch someone or freak out or whatever, but this is not working. So he kind of talked me down a bit. Uh, Second thing that helped was like I started this conversation, seeing the community that we had there, even just on Friday, because it was packed already on Thursday, talking to people. I helped out David Penny. I went and did the speed seminar and had a huge turnout there. A lot of people that were interested got to do the kind of like you're talking about, Nick, helping out and getting engaged in the community more than just being on the show. That's a big part of it for me, too. And then um, and then the final kicker was James Cadiz, who you spoke Mm -hmm. highly of on the live show, Dan. Uh, Same thing. Um, So between Ken, the whole fun fly community and James, I finally snapped out of it. And I got into my fun fly mode and that was actually sort of a profound thing for me because I left and came back to work this week saying, you know what? I'm fucking done with this 70 or 80 hour a week BS. You're going to get me from seven to five thirty, and then I'm going to leave. And if you give me a hard time about it, I'm not even going to answer my phone on Saturday and Sunday. And my boss was like, uh, okay. And I'm like, that's damn right, bitches. That's how it works. You know, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'm glad that, I'm glad that you're bringing it up on your own because that's been, that's been a, a long thing for you. Like it's been slowly building to that way yeah, for quite dude. a while. Yeah, it's been painful. And so that 
to- even just the normal conversations, you know, or they're just you you didn't have the didn't have the laughter. And I, I was like, it was kind of, I'll be honest, it was kind of awkward for me because it's like I get there and went through hell just to get there with the motorhome and the tire. Oh my God. The tires. Oh, the tires. Yeah. That whole deal. You know, the tires and then the fuel pump going out and driving, getting there at 345 in the morning. And and I I wake up and I'm like, yeah, let's freaking, let's do this. Party time. <laughs> Party time. And like, I'm grinning and Jesse's grinning yeah. and like, Justin was not grinning and Dan was dying. Yeah, Dan was <laughs> half dead. What's going on here? I'm so flipping I'm like, out like, where is my food vendor? <laughs> wow. You know, welcome oh. to RCHN four. Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, in thirty minutes. Usually, I am not the instigator of. The- well, actually, usually you're the one that can get in those moods. Yes, you and Dan get in those yeah. moods, and it's it's me that I've I got to pull. I'll be like Nick, just leave it alone, dude. Yeah. Well, we're let me tell you on. I was on my game the whole time. Yeah, yeah, you were. Yep. That was, like, I was in my groove the whole weekend. It never quit once. And well, everything and, went wrong for me to get and there. And once I snapped out of it, I was, I was exactly the same. I was right there with you. And actually, I'm okay with the way it went because that was actually really profound. Like, I, I took a step back and was like, all of this BS that goes on outside of the hobby, the work stuff, all the long hours, it doesn't mean anything when you get to this. And this is the, you know, the heli nirvana, the community, the mm. family, the camaraderie. That was a big, big deal. Yeah. And I'm, and I acted on it and made a change when I got back, you know, back home. So thank you to everyone that played a role in that. And everyone did. Um, that was, that was something that was pretty profound and special for me about the fun flight. Well, good. Yeah. Justin, okay. I, I want to hear, so, you know, another event renting an RV, is that like your, your setup now? Dude. Is that, is that where it's at? Hell yeah, man. Seeing it worked light. out perfect for Kyle and I, I mean, this thing, you guys saw it, it was a 30 footer. Uh, it's got a different layout than like yours and Nick's, but it had plenty of room oh, in yeah. there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we were we were sitting pretty, always comfortable at night, yep. no problem with ventilation. You know, big refrigerator and freezer for all the alcohol and a little bit of food. <laughs> <laughs> um, important stuff. And so, yeah, I I I think it worked out really great. Now it was more expensive than mm-hmm. Othello this time around because it's in sort of prime time towards the end of the summer. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but was still, it a bigger one? It was bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I got it uh, six six days uh, was the rental for 900 bucks. And that was all counting your miles and everything? That included okay. miles, which I okay. actually didn't use all of, and they gave me oh, nice. 25 or 30 bucks back. And that was prepaid refill on the propane and the shitter dump uh, so i didn't even need to get stuff. my hands dirty that's the way to do it. yeah it's, that it was yeah. perfect 
you deal with my shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, it's right. Like, it's, that's right. It's like, <laughs> I know how much I drank. You can deal with it. <laughs> so it it worked out really well. I'm thinking I, about I will, doing the same thing next year. Well, and it's like even though that cost hits you at one, you know, kind of at one time, it's still if you're not going to use it, cheaper than owning. Well, uh-huh. and in this case, in this I can case, tell you right now, it's about ten times cheaper. Than Kyle and I split it. I mean that, so yeah. it it yeah, worked yeah. out even better. I mean, you think. 900 bucks total 450 for six nights i mean that's less than a hundred dollars a night by a substantial amount and you're there on the field shower you can go in there anytime oh my god dude the shower oh i showered two or three times and every time i got out i was like all right i am ready to do this shit yep it's just it is amazing but with, you know, any any hope that I had of potentially purchasing an RV of motorhome or or motorhome was completely blown out of the water by this last experience from Nick. <laughs> I'm done with it. It'll never happen. I'm renting. Unless it's a big tour bus like you used to drive, Dan. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a few thousand dollars for that one a night. Few thousand. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Don't would care. You, would you Doesn't drive matter. it for me? I would drive it for you. You betcha. All right. Yeah, I got a 40 gallon tank with a 33 gallons of fuel in it that needs a fuel pump right now. So yeah. a couple thousand a night sounds perfect. That's what I said. Think about <laughs> dropping a full oh, hot water heater out of the bottom of your motorhome. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. On the ground. Uh, on the ground. On the ground. Yeah. No. It just, uh That's so not cool. But. For some, it's a hobby, and for some, it's a passion. But one thing is for sure. When it comes to maintaining a heli fleet, staying organized is a must. Now, if you're flying all the same size and brand of heli, then it's easy. But if not... Having a toolbox full of tools that fits all sizes of helis is not a cheap thing. Well, luckily, when it comes to your setup, there's only one tool you need to buy. That's the Soko Heli Tool. No need for having half a dozen swash levelers and pitch gauges. One tool, one app, your entire fleet. For more information, log on to www.soco-heli-tools.com. Yeah. So, uh, Jesse. Yo. You give us give us the scoop on the weather because we touched on Ooh. it a little bit, but we never actually got, like, the pictures are very mixed. Yeah, and I think you'll find that the pictures are mostly of the nice weather because that's when... Well, I'm assuming most people are out taking the pictures. But yeah, Thursday and Friday were absolutely gorgeous. I mean, flawless. Absolute, you know, zero wind, zero clouds. I mean, no cloud coverage, just that ideal flying the helicopter against that perfect blue backdrop. So zero complaints there. In fact, the only real complaints I think I heard was it's too hot. It's too hot. At, At times it was it was pretty warm out. Yeah. It got warm. Um, it so Thursday and Friday, flawless. Could not have asked for better weather. But then 
Friday night rolls around and I, it, the wind kind of kicks up just a little bit. And we're kind of looking at our, you know, the apps on our phone or whatnot, checking the weather for Saturday going, this, this doesn't look good. Maybe, maybe thinking, ah, well, maybe we'll get it lucky and just it'll skirt us or maybe the rain won't hit. But now waking up Saturday morning, it was, it was clear that we were going to get some, uh, precipitation falling from the sky. So the rain hit us, but with that being said, there was still plenty of breaks in the morning. And as you guys heard on the live show, we were able to get in the 30 second hover and the bottle knock. So that was cool. People were very, uh, they, they worked with us on that one. We brought a pop-up out, set up the 10 by 10. Anytime we had a break, we were just out there ready to time people and get through those competitions. So everyone was you know, awesome from that aspect and getting out there and flying and still competing and having a good time. And then later in the day, it just the skies opened up and it completely broke loose at, at one point in time. I don't, is there any pictures up yet? Uh, Nick, I know I don't have any up of our like tent city that we set up. <laughs> no, not for yet. The, for the pilot's raffle. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was cool. It worked, I mean, dude. It did, it did work. work. It did work. I mean, it was the only option. It's the huddled masses. <laughs> the, yeah. Everyone. Now the downfall which I still have to write that email out to all of our, the wonderful sponsors that sent stuff is that every year we, and we've done this since the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, we put up a, we have a banner set up and then we have everyone stand in front of the banner and get their picture taken with the product that they won. So I can send them the pictures. Well, we were just out like there was, uh, you know, you've got 97 pilots crammed under like, six pop-ups there was just nowhere to do it yeah anytime you stepped out you're getting soaked immediately yeah it started raining hard yeah it was a bummer that i wasn't able to do that i mean everyone was really cool but it's just yeah you know those little things we like to do different it's still still good I, i didn't really i mean as far as feedback go feedback goes i didn't it definitely did not ruin the event. It did not ruin the weekend for people. There was still plenty of time to fly and uh, plenty of time to hang out and have a good time. So, no, you know what? Actually, I think in a sense it made the event better because, again, it went back to no one. I mean, I've been at rainy events a lot. And what happens? People mm-hmm. freaking disappear. Yep. They go back and they hide in their yep. tents. That's true. There was no hiding. I mean, we had at one point, we had like 30 or 40 people under five or six tents out in front of the trailer, just shooting the bull, yep. just talking crap, buying, it, buying food, going over to Ken's to get out of the rain and buying parts from him. It was freaking awesome. The other yeah. thing I've noticed that was a bit different is usually at a fun flight, it seems like as soon as that bad weather hits or the wind hits, people kind of immediately start packing up their stuff and they pretty much pack it up for the day. Um, it seems like once that bad weather hits, the day's just kind of shot. Most people don't pull their stuff back out and really get back into that groove of flying. But for us with the competitions, you know, people were right there ready to run out. And then back to the night flying Saturday night. It's like people were ready even with that weather during the middle of the day. And yeah. what about the fact that a lot of people didn't give a crap that it was raining well, and they just flew in the rain? <laughs> that is true. And it, the other fun flies that we've got rained at, um, and this is just, you know, not that ours is special or anything, luck of the draw, but I've noticed that 
uh, I, I can't remember which one it was. We got rain early, like the first day. And oh, then fellow. half the second day, and then it started to clear. And it's like it just put a damper on it. Yeah, yeah, a damper. It, yeah. No one ever. Yeah. That's what happened to Urcha last year. Yeah. No one ever really got a chance to get going. But this, we had those. I mean, my God, the amount of people there on Thursday was insane. Oh, my goodness. I've never seen a fun fly so full on Thursday. Like, it was just crazy. So and We had, I think, just, about 65 people on Thursday registered, 65 registered pilots. Yeah, we're just like cranking and cranking and cranking. So when the rain hit, it was, uh, it was, uh, yeah, this is a bummer, but okay, well, then I'll go do some wrenching, then I'll go do shopping cans, then we'll hang around, we'll do the pilots, and then, you know, it definitely put a dent in that day, but there was a bunch of momentum to get it past it. And then, you know, it, it definitely cleared up for at night, and people yeah. were flying, oh, geez, yeah, and when we did the show. And- yep. Yeah, once the <clears throat> once the sun went down, it was like it didn't even, it was, it was like it didn't even rain. It had rain, it had been raining. It was just, yeah. it, just it was like a continuation. It, it really, it did, because typically, yeah, it's like um, every fun fly this summer that I went to, had had a a rain slowdown, um, at some yep. point, every mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah, and once it hits, it just has a tendency to kind of knock the wind right out of the sails. But being that we had those two awesome days, it 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 might have slowed momentum a little bit, but it certainly didn't halt it. And as soon as the night lights went up, it just resumed. Yeah, where it was at. So, so it, it sucked, but you know it is what it is. It wasn't Dan, it what worse. It, well, what did you think about the show, Dan? I think that um <clears throat> that was that was one of the best live shows we've ever done. I uh, think the best. I think the best. the best. Yeah. It um it just, you know, it, this is speaking for me personally, it's um doing a live show is is a little it's obviously different from the way we're doing it now cuz you know, we're all in the comforts of our little areas where we record at home. We don't really feel like we're on the spot, so to speak, because we can have a 10-minute pause here, and no one's going to know any better, right? Um, if something awkward happens, no one's going to know. But it's um, doing the live thing when you've got a live group in front of you, and the, <laughs> the plan is to uh, release the show pretty much as is. You know, um, Very, very little editing goes into a live recording. Um, and it's, you know, there's this, uh, this, this weird kind of pressure, uh, to, to keep things rolling smoothly, which isn't super hard to do, but at times it becomes, it, it, if I can feel it happening, I have this suspicion that everybody can feel it happening. Right. right. I mean, that makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. This, this, um, this live show did not, it, it just rolled. I mean, it just went uh, smoothly, and and we had amazing people come up and talk, and we we just it just felt the whole show felt good. In fact, typically when we're recording a live show, I'm I'm really paying attention to time to the timeline to 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 avoid any of that weirdness that could potentially happen in a live show. 
Yeah. And I, I just remembered I, I, we were, I wasn't even really paying attention. I looked over and I'm like, holy shit. I mean, we've, we're, we're about an hour, we're an hour and a half into this already. And, and typically at an hour, you know, a little over an hour, I'm, I'm starting to think about how we can kind of start, you know, steaming it down, rolling it down, getting towards the end. So we don't get into that kind of strange area of what, what do we talk about next? But it, um, man, it just went, it just went very good. And it, it yeah. uh, great participation uh, from the live, from the, from the guys in front of us. Big energy. Big a lot of energy. energy. That's oh yeah, what, That's dude. the word energy. Yeah. It was just yeah. a lot of energy. It was. A, I, usually when we do the live ones, we get a, we get a nice strong crowd, but then as that kind of goes on, you know, people start maybe going to bed or whatever. Cause it's, you know, it's a long show or in, and usually it's cold out. Yeah. Well, but, I think the other difference is that kind of, kind of touching on what Jesse had said on the live show, uh, you look out into the crowd and half the people you don't even know, or you've just met, mm-hmm. right? Whereas yep. you do it at Snohomish or Othello, it's a smaller group of people to begin with. And they've all seen our live shows many times. So they kind of just, you know, they do their thing. They come and they go. It is what it is. But uh, but yeah, this one, I think we had the audience there the whole time. Yep. They were active. They had the energy, like you said. And dude, the Facebook live thing played a big uh, role, oh too. Oh, goodness. Have you guys have you guys had a chance to watch any of that? Yes. No. What'd you, what'd you no, think of it? No, I haven't. I think it's freaking badass, dude. It is completely badass. It is incredible. What I liked, here's what I liked about it. Um, well, and and this is maybe from a kind of a, I don't know, a, maybe a tad selfish standpoint as far as the you know the podcast and and the live thing and, and downloads and all that good stuff that we you know is pretty important to us. Um, it 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 allows it allowed you to kind of be a part of it, but you, you know, being that the sound source was only on the phone. Really, whoever uh, can happen to be in front of is is really all you could hear for the most part. I mean, you could hear a little bit. So mm-hmm. it still allows you to kind of be there and experience it, uh, but you still kind of need to to download and listen to the whole show to get it in its entirety, right? Yeah. Um, but it it just it, it to to watch you know because it shows uh, the recorded one when you when you watch it it it's in it shows when the comments were coming up and what people were saying. Um, the interact it's so interactive and uh, it's it was it was weird because we we had, we didn't plan on doing that but we were just kind of sitting there like literally 5 minutes before we went mm-hmm. to go on we're like hey we should do facebook live dan, dan and i are like wait how do you do it wait how there's do this do live button yeah, yeah yeah and i figured it out on the phone and i'm like can do this man <laughs> and it worked out great i mean yeah. i think that that's uh i i I can see that we're probably going to be doing that at almost every live show we do, if not all. It was it was awesome, and in yeah. fact, here's what's really cool about that is we didn't announce it, we didn't, yeah. and, you know, and I think we peaked out at like 380 or 90 people on Facebook yep. Live watching it uh, from from nothing, completely organic, no no announcements, no nothing. Just like, wow, RCHN is live. Wonder what's yep. happening. Check the Facebook page, see we're live. And we and- got Michael Ludke to get on live when we yeah. did the whole opening yeah. of the rum. That's pretty cool. That was cool. That it was- really allowed a lot of people to experience it from, you know, 
and I think it's going to, I don't know. I feel, I'm, I think you guys agree with me, but I really feel like that's, uh, that that's going to kind of draw more people to want to come maybe next year and kind of experience the whole thing. Sure. Heck yeah. I mean, heck yeah. That was, and we're going to, I'm going to put an effort into, we're going to figure out how to do it a little bit. Oh yeah. Better. I was thinking. It would be nice to get, uh, it'd be nice to somehow get, there's gotta be a way to do it. And maybe if somebody out there knows that would be great. Wouldn't it be nice if we could get, get, uh, the main mix feed into that broadcast. In other words, so you oh, could yeah. hear. Oh, yeah, we can, we can do that. There's got to be a way to do we it. We have the technology. Yeah, yeah we do. Uh, we do. You know what I could do? What would be really cool? Ooh, I got it. Never mind. <laughs> Trailer mod. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be great. I, I, that Facebook Live thing, I never really, you know, you see it. I never really considered doing one before, but, man, that, that really worked out well. Yeah. The show itself, you guys, I mean, I really, God, that felt good, and it's, Yep. Uh, when you do a show that that just is feeling good the whole way through, it's so pleasing. It and it it just and you know people are saying, "God, I've never seen Dan smile so much." <laughs> 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 so I was having a good time. It was great. Loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we should make sure you know this is the first time we haven't gotten Phil on. Oh uh, yeah, but you know Phil brought us. <laughs> Oh, geez, you guys. He was an enabler. It's 12 <laughs> gallons of hot apple pie. Hot apple pie. And we, nine gallons consumed in one night. We yeah. consumed nine gallons nine. in six hours. Which I actually asked him. <laughs> and that was like, you know, 12 gallons of hot apple pie contained like two to three gallons of Everclear. Oh, so you factor that down. To, I mean, it, it was... Dude, there, there <laughs> it was I mean, consumption let's, let's was be high. honest. Consumption was high. There was some serious <laughs> drinking going on after the transmitters were put down Saturday night. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. I was uh, I was really wanting to feel better because man, I wanted to get my drink on, but I just it wasn't happening. But thank sick. you, Phil. I mean, he just, Absolutely. you know, he yeah, doesn't Thanks, buddy. It, it's like he comes just kind of to do that now. And, and we really appreciate it. And we, you know, that's the hard part as everything grows. It's like, we just run out of time, but it, I don't want, uh, everyone to think that, uh, you know, we appreciate it a tremendous amount. It was just, it was really cool. I think speaking of that, I think this has to get, this has to get brought up. I don't know about you guys. I actually thought we killed an Australian. Oh, <laughs> I was pretty convinced. Matt yeah. Porter. You are my hero, dude. Bro. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Total pro, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. He, uh, they're tough bastards over there. Wow. I'll give them that. But yeah. let me tell you, you think you can play, but you can't, you can't, you can't. beat the hot apple pie. Well, and everything else well like, wait a minute i mean yeah the hot apple pie was part of it scotch. and the rum and the scotch oh the energy coming out of that guy i have ne- the hysteric i i don't even remember the last time ever that i have laughed that hard <laughs> the whole weekend yeah. i mean just nonstop. that guy was so funny and we ended up uh i don't remember me and who keep me and keith I think. No, me uh, and Keith and you. 
Yeah, we, you and I had him. each shoulder. You had his left. I had his right shoulder. Yep. We carried him back to his motorhome. <laughs> had to knock on the door. His wife answered the door. We're like, yeah, I think he belongs here. And it was it was so <laughs> funny because he was just, he was like, he is an awesome, happy drunk. Yeah. Yes, sure. he is. Yeah. And, and just so funny. And he popped back up the next morning. Like nothing happened. Oh, like nothing dude. Happened. Was yes. Like 8.30, he's, 9 o'clock. He, he said he had a splitting headache, but he was smiling. smiling. I think, I swear to God, he was still drunk. He had to. Oh, been. yeah, to be. I would have been dragging my ass. They, I, dude, I would, I'd be crawling. I'd be yeah, like, oh, dude. I mean. Someone just shoot me. Please, someone just shoot me. It was rough. But you think- know what's funny is, is to, to see him have so much fun in that state i mean because typically i you know i don't do it very often but when i get like that it's it's no longer fun right but he was yeah. having fun <laughs> all the way up until the end oh know yeah I mean? dude big smile he got dude laugh. he got jesse drunk oh god <laughs> oh just that's sitting there do doing you remember the, that the, with the rum and the scotch oh, yeah. yeah you went down oh yeah you yeah. went down fast yeah. he's like all right who's drinking with me <laughs> He was just literally going down the line was, around the trailer. And then, and then I made the mistake of coming back to the trailer <laughs> for, for something. And he got Keith. He, oh, he got Keith sucked. In, ooh, that's oh, for he sure. did get Keith. Keith <laughs> got real. Yeah. Keith had fun. Keith had fun. It was, it was amazing. And then just like to say, it, like, to watch him come out the next morning, like nothing happened. It's like, just <laughs> carrying a box of nitro. Yeah. Mad respect. Like, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, Crazy. he had a good time. Fun, fun dude. I'm I'm really glad that, that he came out. Yeah. Kind of sounds like yeah. he's gonna try to get a contingency next year, maybe get a few more guys out. Oh yeah, that dude. would be cool. Yeah, we were we just need to talking make another to five him. gallons. Of His wife's <laughs> on board too. That's pretty cool. So see yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. I'm, so, Such I'm a glad I don't drink too. most of the year. Gotta save you. Gotta <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, if we get like a six pack of Australians next year, I Phil's gonna have to brew like thirty gallons. We might die. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, that's true, dude. That is absolutely I wa- true. I don't want that on. What's me. another good uh, drinking nationality? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I feel I like mean, you're trying to paint me into a corner here by asking. I'm not. Was funny I'm not. He said. Well, he goes. What did he say? He goes. You know. The only other time I remember being this bad was that Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. And he said, but I got to tell you, those guys over there can drink. He said, but you guys, you guys are some crazy fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of wanted to be like, well, we have fun, but y- you're actually the crazy one. <laughs> you win, Matt. Yeah, you win. <laughs> Uh, crazy. I was so disheartened by the uh, way that he could hold his liquor 50,000 million times better than me. I just stopped drinking. It's <laughs> yeah. like, you know what, dude? <laughs> I can have just as much fun with a slight buzz because this guy is amazing. Yeah. Oh, geez. What, Thank what you else? for coming, Matt and Matt's wife. Oh, geez. What else we want to talk about, man? There's this. Uh comes to the, to the fun floor. it's like there's there's so oh i have to say thank you um 
no no question thank you to the wives once again oh, yeah. big thank you to Je- to Jesse and his wife from my end for letting uh, my wife and son crash in the motorhome sure. and uh you know for keeping us they always keep us all fed oh absolutely yes. oh absolutely yeah. Kayla <laughs> man. yeah Kayla kept everyone fed the entire fun flight yeah, all Kim could do was, you know, she just grabbed the food, but we had no means. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. were grilling, cooking. Yeah, was, Jesse on the grill. It was it was, it was really cool. Yeah. Definitely. And we should also say, you know, we spent some time talking about it then, but I, I just can't thank MKS and Hobby Wing, you know, enough for for sponsoring the Fun Fly. It's a big deal to us. It is. It's cool. It, it really does. I mentioned it before, but it works out really good that it's like, you know, it's good stuff, yeah. you know, makes it really easy. Yep. So, you know. One thing I don't know if we mentioned or not, but but uh, Rob, his club that went defunct there, the Brooks Club. Yep. Mm-hmm. They donated Cascade $1,000. Rotary Wing. Yeah, they donated $1,000 worth of uh, uh, prizes, didn't they? That was that last year? No, they did it this year as well. Really? Yeah, that's what he told I me. Don't... And they're going to do it again next year. They got another more another thousand dollars. Holy! I did not. I yeah, missed he, that. He mentioned it in passing to me, and I, I, I after the fact, after the shows, I was like, oh, I don't think we mentioned that. But he uh, through through uh, Laura Helley. Oh yeah, yeah. So they gave the money to Ken, and Ken just oh, gotcha. uh, donated some stuff to the to the raffle. Yep. Um, so big, yeah, that's a good point, Dan. You're right. I do now remember that. And I, yeah, I feel terrible that we did not bring it up, but thank you. That was the Cascade Rotary Wings Club. And when they decided to basically disband, they took the money that they had left and spread it evenly amongst all the big fun flies. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I think he told me, um, next year they're going to do another thousand. And he said, after that, the bank account will be empty. Hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. Another thing uh, to point out is not only the premier sponsors, but everyone that donated stuff as well. I, I got to say, seeing that, you know, even with the rain and huddling under the tent, seeing that table full of prizes for the pilot's raffle, man, those first couple guys that were getting called, you should have seen just the grin on their face when they were walking up there. I mean, there was some awesome stuff to pick from. Very, very spoiled in that respect. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah, I and mean, the you got speed guys... guys got a Hobby Wing 200 and didn't even fly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got guys grabbing blades, bump controllers, Hobby Wing speed controllers. I mean, the expert servo gift cards, got heli direct gift card. I mean, it just the list goes on and on and on. And so there was just a ton of good stuff up for grabs. I just remember seeing those first few guys make their way through the, the crowded mess and just getting up to the table going, holy cow, what do I even choose? So, yeah, yeah, huge thank you to everyone that donated stuff. I don't know, because I left um, Sunday uh, to go into town, you know, when you guys were kind of packing up to go grab a shower. And, um, uh, of course, Monday morning I came back uh, to do the to pick the lights up and kind of do one quick kind of patrol of the field. And, uh, just just a quick mention, I just want to thank everybody for doing such a fantastic job of cleaning their areas up. 
Yep. I mean, we, it was, I mean, we literally left it like we found it and it was, uh, you know, small things like that really do help. And I already so. got confirmation. I talked to Candy, uh, yesterday, Dan, and she said the same thing. You would have never known you guys were even here. So yeah. thank you very much for keeping that's, the, keeping the field clean. That is that's a, Im- a lot more important than people realize guys, because yeah. we want to keep this field. And in order to do that, we've got to respect the land and the people that own it. Uh, and, and you yeah. know, that now that I think about it, we owe as much thanks to the guys at Ediger Farms as any of the premier sponsors. Yes. Because without that and their generosity, we wouldn't even be able to do this. And they're just their, their excitement to have it, to host it. I mean, you know, they're all about it, you know. Oh yeah. It's just a lot and of they fun. Come, I mean, dude, they bring their families out. They came out Friday night with a whole bunch of them and just kind of hung out and checked it out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It, um, it was kind of weird, uh, going there Monday to pick up the lights and stuff like that. And it's just like, wow, just a couple of days ago, this was a town, a little town, you know, hustling and bustling and here it is empty. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was nice to see that, that, uh, everybody really did a good job. Uh, picking up the areas. So thank you for that. Absolutely. You know, Dan, speaking of the lights, I want to, I want to bring a couple more things up here because we got some statistics on those lights that I think are impressive. And I think we ought to be proud of. So we, we use them on, let's see here, Thursday night, Friday night and Saturday night, right? Yep. When you turned those back in, how many hours did we have on each of those lights? 24, 24, and 32. In three nights. 24, 24, and 32, guys. That's some yep. serious night flying. Yeah. That's oh, not yeah. a couple yeah. of hours a night. That's like eight hours. Yep. It's, that's pretty cool. That's it's pretty nuts. Cool. Like, it just... that that And that's what... People were pitching me crap. I was intoxicated and made the <laughs> made the comment about how we do it in the, you know on the West Coast. Let me rephrase that in the Northwest. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I'm getting to the point where we're just going to take it and own it for us. That's just how we do it here. Yeah, yeah. But it's nice to know that when the sun goes down, the fun fly doesn't even remotely have to stop. Yep. No. No. no it was a. No. Uh, Roughly three ish a.m. every morning. Oh yeah. So, yep. uh, and sometimes a little later than that. It was uh, it was a good time. I mean, uh, once I started feeling better, I, I really it started coming around. Man, I I really did have a good time. It was getting over that damn cold. Yeah, you. I, by the way, you gave me that cold, dude. I'm getting over it now too. You also told you we should. You also I gave you we Penn the, kiss when we. I cuddled. know. I know. Well, you know. <laughs> what happens at RCHN four stays at RCHN four, Dan. You know the other yeah. the other uh, thing I wanted to talk about briefly. You know we we had talked about the bottleneck and the and the thirty second hover. We didn't get to do the speed cup or the auto rotation contest because we got rained out for the most part on Saturday. And you know some people I already got a, a couple of people mention uh over the week from the live episode well hey i thought you said the speed cup was going to be on friday and you're absolutely correct the speed cup was scheduled for friday um like i had promised we did a speed seminar 
And and I think that went really well. I mean, we had what, Nick, like 15 or 20 people there. Yeah. Something like that. Easily 15 or 20 people at the seminar went really well. Lots of interest, lots of engagement, lots of questions. But what it also did was generate about eight or 10 additional people that wanted to compete in the speed cup, but hadn't ever flown speed. And so they wanted some time to go and get their machines ready. And at the time we were like an hour or two from having the competition. So we kind of can't, you know, Nick and I went off to the side and said, all right, here's the deal. We know we may get rain, but it wouldn't be fair to get these people all hyped up and then not let them have a chance. So we said, we'll give it a, shot on Saturday and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out and yeah we didn't have the event but I'll tell you I'm okay with that because at the end of the day that's only one two and a half or three minute flight per person and what ended up happening for the remainder of Friday was something that I thought was really amazing we set up a tent over there I brought my generator my charger a couple of helis and we just had like an ongoing speed flying, kind of like a mini fun fly itself on the South Field. I was over there helping people getting their stuff tuned, going and spotting for them, walking them through the course. And it was it was really neat to see that interest uh, in the discipline from people that earlier that day hadn't even thought that they wanted to bother with speed. But they decided, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll show up to the seminar. Hey, you know what? I think I could do this. Let me give it a try. So, I mean, that's that's a big deal to me. And I think that's probably even that w- it was worth it to put off the speed cup to get more people out there flying and giving it a try than doing it an hour later and only getting half the people. Yep. No, I hear you. It was it was fun to just to be able to to take that time with people, you know, Keith, I I mentioned it before, but Keith and Mark really gave me that opportunity and I am so grateful for it because I, I got to do everything that I wanted to do on that end. Oh dude. Hell yes. Keith and Mark. I'm excited. Oh my God. They brought their, their a game dude. I don't know if I'm excited about it. I mean, it's going to be a good video, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be in it. Yeah, you that are. Oh, yeah. That doesn't get me too hot and bothered. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. Yeah, shut don't up, ju- Don't judge me. Oh, I'm judging you. I hate video. Oh, would, Dan. Look, if I liked video, we I would have started RCHN as a video podcast. <laughs> it's never too late. No, not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, it was cool. They did. They did. Um, it's kind. Of, I kind of. A, I don't know. Well, they. So when I was, it was that Thursday, right? They wanted to try to get um, interviews with all of us, kind of separate, away from everything, the noise and everything. And so uh, that that morning, I, I was in my trailer trying to die. And Keith comes, Keith comes, comes up and he kind of pokes his head in and I wasn't quite sleeping. And so I look and I'm like, Hey, what's up? And he goes, Hey, um, and, and Mark's right behind. Him. He goes, Hey, what, uh, how you feeling? <laughs> I'm like, ah, you know, I've seen better days, uh, but what's up? 
And uh, he says, yeah, we were, uh, we were kind of hoping that maybe we could get you to, you know, come do some uh, audio. And I said to them in my crackly voice, there's no way in hell you're getting me to do audio. So they'd kind of given up on it. I guess they went and got you guys and they took you over to the tree, right? Uh, I started feeling a little better, so I went ahead and, and did it. I don't think you, you I don't think it's going to come. I mean, I wasn't still wasn't able to talk real well, but uh, they did eventually get, get me to to agree to that. So we'll see how that we'll see how that turns out. It's going to be a little bit. It's going to be tough post production to get my voice out. But uh, yeah, they it was they it was it was really cool to have those two just handling that and and. And know they were handling it because they were just uh, coming up with all kinds of ideas and uh, having us do posing for different kinds of shots and stuff. It was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, it was cool. But, uh, oh, one thing I did do is uh, I flew some FPV. Yeah, how was that? Oh, yeah. I crashed the shit out of one of those little Yeah, you like did, feet in the sky. I'm like, pull up, pull up, pull up. Bam. So I'm, so I, you know, they put the goggles on and, and, um, I take off and I'm, I'm just, you know, it's like, it's like a low res video game at this point. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but I, I went to go turn and the next thing you know, I'm starting to get too far away and it starts to go grainy and flippy floppy on me. And so I'm just gaining altitude because I know that I'm, and I'm trying to just decipher where I'm at based on what I can see to start coming back towards because I was getting too far away. And I don't know, I got it way up in the sky and the next thing you know, the screen just goes, you know, black. Couldn't see a damn thing. And uh, crashed it from about 200 feet up. Didn't do a damn, I guess it broke a prop. That's it. So, Hmm. eh. FPV, I got to tell you, watching Ryan Evans scream around that little uh, course that he set up was pretty impressive. Did you guys get to see that? No. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. The guys that can do that and do it well like Ryan can, it's pretty impressive. I mean, he, they are just tearing ass through those little gates, you know, just a few feet off the ground, just just ripping through there. I would imagine that takes a little getting used to to be able to do that. But um, Taylor Glance from Billings was there, and uh, he was getting all excited about it. <clears throat> and so after I flew, he's like, "So what do you what do you think?" I'm like, "Eh, it's a quad. Eh, it's not really my bag." But I guess I could see how some guys can get into it. <laughs> what do you th- Nick? Should we start up uh, another uh, podcast? Call it Quad Nation. What do you think? Oh my god. <laughs> We we could do that one on Wednesday nights. Yeah, coordination. <laughs> I don't think I would have very many listeners because <laughs> right. I I still am just just not for me. No, I I hear you, and it's not really for me either. I, I, and I get that, but some of those guys are getting into it. I suppose, you know, and I think Justin, you went through this. I think I I could see like if in my very very local area within a few miles, if there were a handful of guys doing it, um, you know, once a week or whatever in the summer, I, I don't know. I, I could see maybe getting into it, but I couldn't imagine doing it out here in the middle of nowhere by myself. I mean, I just feel like that would be just boring as hell. 
You know. Yep, I'm the same way. I I don't but, think it would make any sense at all. And that's and possibly that's the only reason. Um, if you know, you get a group of guys. I could see you know a group of guys having a good time. Oh, yeah, with get that a little racing, a little competition. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see where that'd be fun, but that that it's just that'll never happen here. Never happen here. So I'm not uh, not gonna not not gonna go down that road. I can tell by Nick's enthusiasm though that he's considering it. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, it. it I'm, I might start right now. <laughs> he's on. He's googling shit right, in right the now. To get a, it's in his yeah, car. you don't even know. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> over here. Like, click, yeah. click, click, click. You don't Can't even put know. More money in the PayPal. You don't even know. <laughs> No, I thought that was pretty cool that they set up that little uh, course out there. I think they had pretty good participation. There were there were a few guys out there checking it out. And they had some video screens set up so you could kind of uh, watch, vicariously watch the races. Hmm. So that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hold back the enthusiasm. Uh, I just like giving them a lot of crap. Yeah. It's to each his own. It blows your skirt up, knock yourself out. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Ryan Ryan works pretty hard at trying to convince me that it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 I give that guy plus ten. Oh, for effort, a for effort for sure. No, yeah, no kidding. Hey, so what did you guys think about that card game, Justin? You weren't there. What do you I, mean I wasn't I was there, there for some of it? Justin I was there, was there the there. entire I, time. Were you? I, I'm the one that left. Yeah, Ryan wasn't there. I wasn't playing? playing. I was looking over everyone's shoulders and yeah. giving oh, them that's advice. Right. You were he was instigating. instigating. Yeah, he was now picking the best I combos. I, t- I had a couple beverages. It's coming yeah, back. Yeah, you did. It's okay. Oh, that my thing God. was freaking hilarious, dude. Oh, if you guys are looking goodness. for a fun, highly inappropriate card game, <laughs> it's uh, Cards Against Humanity. And yeah, You get about oh, eight wow. people playing it. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. Throw a couple drinks in the mix, and anyone that gets offended, don't let them play. Probably a good idea. If not, let them play, because they'll suck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You will be. Or if you really want to make them feel uneasy. There's someone you know that's really uptight, and you want to make them feel uneasy, get them in the the game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I heard all about it. I was... uh, I wasn't feeling good that that was uh, I can't remember, that was Thursday, Thursday night, night wasn't it you guys yeah I hit the bed pretty early that night but boy that was the talk of the fun fly the next morning that's all you guys were talking about I'm sure that I mean I'm sure the whole county heard us oh jeez because we were just hooting laugh that hard and, uh, cards. I, I know a lot of guys were talking about uh, they were like as soon as they got home that they're ordering that game I think Ken did. <laughs> ordering that game. Oh, stuff. man, it was just to watch him play and then br- Brian Langston's a kick in the pants. Yeah. I I enjoy hanging out with him and his wife. They're cool. They were funny. They were playing together. And it's just, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to play this. And she's smacking him. You can't say that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the good one then. He needs to do that one. That's the one you need to say. Yeah. No, what a what a great fun fly, you guys! And I just can't imagine. I think next year we're going to be able to. It's going to be even better. It's going to be bigger, better, badder, just like typically we do everything else. And, oh yeah, uh, I I just uh, 
I'm a little nervous about next it's year. It's the fifth I, anniversary, dude. I know. I, I, you know what? I'm not, Nick. We're past that. I think we're past yeah. that nervous, nervous point, Nick. Right? Shouldn't we be? Yeah, I just want. I like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because you know, it's it's got it's got everything to do with with the attitude that people have coming into the fun fly, and that's what makes it so yep. great. Yeah, you know, as and, long as we've got food, as long as there's food. I mean, uh, hot apple pies around. Everybody knows what it's all about, and it just everybody comes and has a good time. And there's really nothing left, you know. Uh, you know, I we did, you know, the first fun fly. We kind of set we set the stride, so to speak, on what we wanted to accomplish, and it just happens. It's, it's organic now, and I think it's. Uh, I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. It's only twelve months away. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Counting down the days. Yeah, I'm gonna. <clears throat> I'm gonna take a few more days off next. Next next year, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Try to do a little little better recovery. But uh, no, I had a good time. I had a really good time. Thanks for everybody. Thanks everybody for coming out and uh, enjoying the weekend with us. It was great. Twas in Blessed. deed. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, oh, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'll bring it up next week when I remember. I suppose we should probably wrap this one up. Let's that do it. Anyway, before we do that, uh, let's get some emails, Nick. If I needed to get in touch with you. You uh, can send me an email at nick at rchellionnation.com or catch me on Facebook at nicklenrchn. Can I really send you an email? I mean, really? You can. I'll get it, and then I'll just Don't reply bother. back from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you, Justin? You could send me an email to justin at rchellynation.com or catch me on Facebook or the forums as Justin Pucci. What about you, Jesse? You could send me an email to jesse at rchellynation.com or catch me on Facebook as well. <clears throat> if you want to get a hold of Ken, you could do that, ken at rchellynation.com. Give him a big kudos. Uh, we really appreciate uh, everything you do for us, Ken. Had a great time hanging out with you. My name is Dan. You can reach me at dan at rcalienation.com, Dan K. Reed on the forums and Facebook. Uh, if there's somebody we missed that we needed to say thank you to, we do apologize. And if we did forget, we'll probably remember throughout the week, and we will <laughs> we'll mention it again. Uh, so many people played uh, a big role in pulling off this fun fly um, and having a good time. Uh, just uh, if we did, didn't mention you, Either let us know or we'll try to remember during the week and bring it up next week. But, uh, what a great event, and I'm um, looking forward to next year. And I do think that uh, wraps up this one, guys. This has been episode 250. sure hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week. See you next Monday. Enjoy the season. Later, guys. Take it easy, dudes. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you by BK Designs, Soco Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Rev Electrics USA, Lower Heli, Superiority, and MSH USA. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, 
please feel free to send us an email. 